Lasers might not just be for Star Wars anymore. As part of the national defense strategy, the Army is realizing it needs to invest in more advanced capabilities to counter near-peer competitors like China and Russia. The Army thinks lasers might work for short-range air defense. The service's Rapid Capabilities Office awarded the contract to prototype lasers on a platoon of four striker vehicles starting in 2022. Craig Robin is with the Army's Missile Defense Command, where he's a senior research scientist for directed energy applications. He talked about the new award with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. The high-energy laser that we plan to integrate onto a striker, I guess in simplest terms, it converts diesel fuel into laser power uh, to affect um, incoming threats. So the technology is not much different than uh, the lasers that are used for materials processing in that industry, so the same laser that cuts your car doors or um, potentially marks your genes is modified and, and used in this case to affect military threats at a much farther distance, of course. The technology itself is going to be going into a larger portfolio, though, right? And and that is for air defense. So, you know, what's the importance of the air defense portfolio itself for the, for the cross-functional team? And how, how will this laser work for air defense? The priority of threat for short-range air defense is rocket artillery mortar, um, uh, UAS's rotary wing, fixed wing threats. Um, the laser is intended to complement kinetic energy effector, effectors, and in that way we tend to build prototypes to be as much like the kinetic energy effector as possible and integrate them uh, you know, in coordination with other parts of the Army uh, that work on force structure doctrine, training, those aspects of it. Uh, the organization that I work for, the RCCTO, is uh, primarily responsible for the material a- material development aspect of that. Uh, we coordinate with those other organizations within the Army to ensure that the prototypes we build will transition into our force structure seamlessly, um, but, but that's not our role to define how it works in air defense. It's our, it's our role to define the, 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 the material development uh, process and, and then provide those prototypes to the Army. Right. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the science behind these lasers and actually how they might be working in the field? So I'm sure we're all kind of picturing, you know, the Avengers and lasers and all that kind of stuff, but that's probably not exactly how uh, things will work. You know, is this going to be more toward uh, drone defense? Is this going to be more toward, um, you know, close combat air? You know, how, how does that exactly work? Yeah, I like the Avengers, except unfortunately the lasers are invisible. They're, they're not they're not colored. You can't see them. They're infrared. Uh, but but yeah, as I, you know, the, the the primary threat list is is rocket artillery mortar and, and counter UAS or counter drone. That's right. So we we intend to use them in that way. Um, you know, the technology, as as I said, is is very similar to the laser technology that's used in the materials processing industry. So we convert diesel fuel to electricity. That electricity is then converted into optical or laser power, and we project it onto the target and essentially heat the target up into the point uh, where it fails. In the case of a mortar, we heat it up to affect the explosive. In the case of a UAS, we heat it up to affect the aerodynamics or or structural damage in, in some way. To, to destroy the target. And how quickly can we heat things up at this point? I mean, I, I realize this is also in the prototyping stage, but um, imagining it's not like Star Wars just yet. You know, that's a great question. And, and Lieutenant General Thurgood, the director of the RCCTO, is, 
has, has a great has a great description for this. Uh, you're right. So so it, it takes a, a certain amount of time to heat anything up, no matter how much how much power we put on it, unless unless we get what General Thurgood would refer to as the Death Star effect by you know, <laughs> vaporizing or obliterating something. We're not there yet, obviously. Um, so so the the amount of time it takes to heat up a nominal threat is you know somewhere in the range of three to three to ten seconds. And and as that fits into the 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 kill chain of of a weapon system, there's a radar handoff to the weapon system, and then we we uh, track the threat and then engage the threat. So you know total total time from seeing some seeing a threat to to destroying a threat can be you know in, anywhere from ten to fifteen seconds. So let's talk about the prototyping. Uh, you know you're you're reaching out to industry to kind of figure out how to do this. Uh, what are you asking from them? Um, you know, who's going to be involved in this, and, and how are they going to be going about with this prototyping? Well, we recently, you read in the news, just just signed a contract with Cord Technologies from Huntsville, Alabama, and they have subcontracts with General Dynamics Land Systems, Raytheon, Nor- and Northrop Grumman uh, as, as subcontractors, and we're asking Cord to integrate. We're asking Raytheon and Northrop Grumman to supply critical uh, high-energy laser uh, subsystems, and General Dynamics, of course, owns the Striker, and so they're a critical team member in in integrating the system and making it work on the Striker vehicle. Why is it important to have this on the Striker? I mean, I realize that uh, you know that is something that works with the the air defense type, uh, it's, a, it's a unit that works with air defense, but why put it on the striker and not have it in other you know, types of units or on bases, things like that? Well, the RCCTO has def- different lines of effort. The Direct Energy Project Office within the RCCTO that is responsible for developing uh, these direct energy prototypes does have multiple lines of effort. We're focused on the maneuver short-range air defense here, and that's on a striker. Uh, we plan to put a type lasers on different platforms as well those those plans aren't as mature uh and we're, we're working through the process to develop those um back to why why the striker i think you know this technology is emerging and we have two different perspectives on that one from the s t community that developed uh, this technology initially the thought process was pretty was pretty uh clever i think you know we we said if, if we can integrate this onto a striker and have military utility, then we, that's the, the, that's a limiting platform in a, in a brigade combat team. If we can integrate onto a striker, we can integrate onto anything bigger, obviously. Right. And from the, the other direction, uh, I think the, the decision was made to integrate the kinetic effector for a short range air defense onto a striker. And so from an army perspective, because the directed energy effector and the kinetic effector should be as similar as possible. Uh, it only makes sense to coordinate our activities with what the l- larger army's decision has been uh, regarding the kinetic effector for short-range air defense. Um, when it comes to lasers themselves, why are they important to the army at this point in time? You know, the army has some of the the best precision missiles. You know, which was shown in the Gulf War. Uh, you know, it has some of the you know the best technologies in the world. Why are lasers, which can sometimes seem a little far-fetched for combat, uh, why are they so important to develop and mature? Primarily, right at this point in time, I believe lasers bring us closer to a threat-agnostic weapon system, right? In principle, 
and this isn't always the case in terms of a con op, but you know, the, the probability of kill for a laser weapon system goes to one the longer we have to interact with the threat. So, so unlike specific precision missiles that are, are created to go uh, after specific threats in a specific domain, uh, lasers have pushed us closer to the reality of having a threat agnostic um, uh, weapon system. There's an industry day that's going to be coming up on September 17th. Do you mind just kind of telling us a little bit about the, the details of that? You know, the highest priority for the RCCTO is hypersonics. It's a national outcome. Directed energy is, is an Army outcome. Uh, and, and I think Army senior leaders recognize that. They gave us the mission to go out and to rapidly prototype those two technologies. Um, we recognize in the RCCTO, and, and I think Army senior leaders recognize as well, that the s and community has been working on a many technologies um, in the past 20 years. And the innovation day that we have scheduled is the RCCTO's efforts to cast a wide net and to make ourselves aware of those capabilities that we may have the opportunity to prototype in the next three to five years and bring you know combat capability to the soldier. So this is a chance to reach out to academia, to smaller businesses, and to the larger ones as well? Yeah, that's correct. That's right. The goal is, the goal is to cast the widest net possible and get as much information on uh, in areas like cyber technology, for example, um, which, 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 um, which the RCCTO is, does have a, 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 an organization um, focused on. Uh, and see if, if there's more capability out there that we just weren't aware of. That's Craig Robin, a senior research scientist at the Army's Missile Defense Command, talking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. We'll post a link to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.